Welcome to the University of the Free State Career Services Podcast, where we talk to experts about the ins and outs of jobs and share tips that will give you a grip on your future career. Welcome, Dineo. Um, I think for me today, I would say we have such an interesting um, human being or individual with us today. Um, I know you're in the medical technology field, and I think I want you to just briefly um, um, just introduce yourself, what it is that you do, um, and what your company is all about. Sure. No, thank you so much, Kate, for the lovely introduction. Um, so as you mentioned, my name is Dineo. I'm actually from Bloemfontein. I'm born in, no, not born, but bred um, in Bloemfontein. Um, and yes, I went to Unisi Girls High, Brittany Primary School, then Unisi Girls High, then went over to study engineering at WITS. Um, I studied materials engineering. Um, I then went over to do my first master's um, at WITS, and then I did my second master's at Cambridge, um, focusing on nanotechnology and entrepreneurship. Um, and I've always just been, you know, passionate about the healthcare industry. I was actually supposed to be a doctor at some point, but, you know, um, I got the application forms and I just thought to myself, I'm like, Yo, I'm actually quite squeamish. I don't think medicine is for me. So mm. I opted for um, the engineering route. Um, but it's quite interesting to see how, you know, um, innovation, engineering and the medical space has just come together in my profession. So today as it stands, I am a medtech entrepreneur. I founded three companies in the healthcare sector. Um, and what I'm focusing at the moment is how we use artificial intelligence coupled with healthcare data to derive insights um, around um, healthcare in Africa um, with the intention of developing therapeutics that are tailored for the African population. So that is what I'm doing at the moment. Yeah, and it really is a mouthful because I think when I also did a bit of reading, I had to even also use Google to have a look at what all of that is all about. But it also seems so, so interesting. So I want to just um, get a bit of a background and just get an understanding of where this passion came um, came from, where this interest came from. Um, was it when you were a young girl playing with your dolls and putting stethoscopes <laughs> there? And, you know, where did you develop your interest in, in this field? Uh, that's actually a very good question. So um, growing up, I was always very curious. I have to admit, you know, um, I would tinker around with like electronics. I remember this one time, you know, in retrospect, like I was like, oh my gosh, that was not the smartest decision. <laughs> um, but I would like to you know, um, dismantle electronics. This one time I just, I wanted to figure out like how an electrical plug works. And this is before they taught it to us in school, you know, mm. you know, you get the earth yes. alive and et cetera. I can't remember now. Um, but I essentially removed the plugs and um, I didn't know that at the time, because I was still really young, that electricity actually, you know, your body can conduct electricity. <laughs> and um, I actually got electrocuted. So. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm glad I'm alive today. Oh um, but that's just kind of, yeah, my parents didn't know about me doing that kind of stuff. I just found screwdrivers around and I was like, oh, okay, this is a plug. Let's see if I disconnect it and I connect it again. What's going to happen? So really, by God's grace, I'm alive today. <laughs> um, but that's just always been my personality. Um, I also would like to, you know, it came, my, my sense of curiosity and, and um, innovation also came up in like the smallest ways. Like I'd always want to try new recipes and, you know, add um, my own things mm. and almost like remix, you know, cake recipes and just try and see like what would happen. Mm. Um, and yeah, that's like essentially, I think where I really started to, to, to grow that um, creativity and, and um, curiosity as a child. 
Um, and then, of course, for the medical sector, um, I had a really influential uncle that I used to look up to. Um, he unfortunately passed away, oh, um, but peace. he was such a massive influence in my life. I mean, he um, was the first doctor in our family and he was just so kind and caring and, you know, always wanting to help people. And, you know, he was really such a good role model for me. And I remember before he passed, I, I, he asked me what I wanted to become. And I said, a doctor, of course. And I was very particular. I said, I wanted to become a neurologist. Imagine at 11, 12 years old, I was like, I want to become a neurologist. That was my dream. Mm. Um, and then, of course, he passed away. And then the thing in my, in my heart was just like, oh, now I promised him I'd be a doctor. Um, and now, you know, in matric, I, I, I'm, you know, doing some self-introspection. I'm like, I actually like innovating. And mm. I think engineering is more my thing. Um, and I remember quite vividly, I actually think I got the application forms to study medicine at UFS. And the only thing I could do was literally write down my name. And I knew I was like, studying medicine is a Sonic. great profession. Mm. And I know I promised my uncle, but I was like, it's it's not me. Like, mm. I, I think I'd probably faint in the operating room. <laughs> so I was like, I'm a good doctor. Um, so I opted to do engineering. Um, but as I was studying, you know, that love for, for, for healthcare and helping people was, was always there. It, it just never left. Um, and, you know, fortunately, I was a fellow of the Alan Gray Orbis Foundation, and um, there were a group of us where, you know, we'd, they'd always encourage us to come together and brainstorm on some, you know, business ideas. Mm -hmm. And this one lady had an idea of developing a, um, a novel HIV test. Um, and I partnered with her to help her. And eventually we formed our first company together. Mm. And it was from that experience that I realized that, oh, my goodness, I can actually marry my love for innovation and engineering with, with the healthcare you. sector yes, and, yes. you know, make something of it. So mm. um, that's basically where this that spark was just lit and um you know i'm i'm trying my best to fire away with that passion exactly i i, and I think for me also in reading your bio that was there was a that consistent theme that i also saw how this person is just so interested and inspired by innovation but on the other side you're also someone that's actually quite creative and you always want to you know um make an impact in everything that you do but there's also an element of um you know medicine and wanting to make a difference and wanting to improve some sort of you know um health diseases or illnesses or whatever um challenges we have in the health sector and I, I think it's something that I really really admired when I read about you so I want to ask you then um and especially because you know you wanted to go into medicine initially um and you you know were very curious at a young age did you ever then um doubt your decision did you ever doubt that okay now it seems like I'm merging two careers or two fields um and you know doing entrepreneurship and um you know dabbling into the medicine or the health aspect um, of of um, this, you know, career-wise? And did you ever doubt that this is actually what I'm meant to be doing? Um, to be quite honest with you, um, no. I've, I think, you know, engineering for me was just such a good foundation because, you know, it teaches you about innovation and um, to think critically and analytically and just basically create things. And I think had I chosen a different profession, I don't think I would have really honed that skill set as much as I have, um, having studied engineering. Um, um, I don't even know if I can say I would have changed the type of engineering because there's also biomedical engineering and mm -hmm. I studied materials engineering. Um, you know, maybe I never know, but I'm, you know, I'm here today. I'm, I'm one person that doesn't really live with regrets. I, mm -hmm. I also believe that um, you know, education and a de degree is there to 
um, basically give you a foundation to be a critical thinker and to, for you to also decide how you want to contribute to society. Because at the end of the day, um, I think that's also part of what we're here to do. We're here to make the world a better place. So, you know, that education gives you that foundation and ability to give back. Um, so whether you studied accounting or, you know, um, you st- studied engineering or, you know, whatever it may be, mm. um, it, you, it empowers you to, 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 to dif- think differently and to really think strategically about how you want to make those changes in the world. Um, so, you know, I, I don't have regrets about the fact that I studied materials engineering and not biomedical engineering medicine. I know definitely it, it wouldn't have been for me. Um, um, you know, as I mentioned, I, I really enjoy the creativity part of what I gained from engineering. Um, and one way or another, you know, it's, it, it, it almost, an, it actually enabled me to almost like jump into a different field altogether. And I think that's actually one of the reasons why I chose engineering, because if you see there are a lot of engineers who are able to switch over to say into finance, you mm. know, into consulting, I mean, to different industries, but mm. it's very difficult for a, an accountant to switch into say engineering. It's not impossible, but you know, it's it maybe a, a slightly yeah. more difficult route. Mm. So that's why I actually opted to go for engineering because I said, you know, should I ever, and, you know, decide to change and say, it's not for me. And please, there's a way out for me. Um, but overall, I don't have regrets. I think I, I really try to um, live without regrets. And I, I really believe that everything happens for a reason. Definitely. Um, if I, was you know really felt com- like strongly convicted about changing perhaps I would have but um as it stands I'm 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 quite happy with my decision because if I also look at it um me studying materials engineering um also gave me that opportunity to understand nanotechnology which is a subset of um engineering um which is also quite an exciting field on its own um so definitely I, I think I really don't have any regrets. I don't hear any regrets at all in your voice and in that <laughs> response. Thank you so much. Um, and I think for me, then the next question I would ask you is, what is it? The, what is the worst thing about your job that you think nobody could have ever told you that you only realized in the thick of it that you know what? As much as I love this thing and I have no regrets, but oh my gosh, I hate this part. Can I be honest with you? Mm. It's the stress. I think... You know, people see entrepreneurship as this glamorous job um, of which it has its high moments mm. where you can, you know, be on the news one day and be on the cover of magazines and be listed on, Forbes. you know, these lists and Forbes <laughs> and all of that. But it's extremely stressful mm. um, because you, especially when you start recruiting people because they become part of your family mm. and you are responsible for them. So you have to make sure that your business is actually profitable so that you exactly. can you know, keep you can the lights up people. and, you know, pay mm. salaries because, you know, maybe sometimes you that one person that you're employing is supporting five other people. So you're actually technically not responsible for the one you're responsible for, you know, the whole six, mm. the M plus their five. So that um, is, is, it can be really stressful at times. Um, and also just sometimes, you know, the uncertainty that comes with, with, with um, being an entrepreneur, I think mm. that's also some of the things that, we don't speak about enough. So I, as I mentioned, I, I think people really expect entrepreneurship to be this smooth um, journey because you can have a really good month, which is excellent. And then the next month, the market changes. Mm. You know, you literally do the exact same things, but maybe the market doesn't need your product at that time. 
um, and you know there's not much that you can do to change and then you don't have a good month um, and you still will have all these responsibilities that are um, are, are before you um, and another thing that also adds to that is that you know sometimes entrepreneurship can be a lonely journey um, some of the struggles that you go through your friends who are maybe you know in thriving corporate um, careers mm. won't be able to understand and relate um, and you, you know, it's it's it, it yeah sometimes even your family won't always be able to relate um so those are just some of the things that you have to deal with mm. um and you need to be able to manage your stress really well like so you need to decide as to how much is too much for you um and when you're at that point of like i'm feeling super overwhelmed you need to have almost like your points of escape whether it's you know you go running every day you know you make sure you eat healthily mm-hmm. you know you make sure that you 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 foster good a good support system and beat in terms of your relationships and friendship and your family so that you have an outlet to go to um sometimes it's even like seeking therapy when mm-hmm. you like not you're not and having someone professional that you can speak to um because entrepreneurial depression is also something that is very real but people don't talk about, talk about it they'll be like yeah. what do you mean you're depressed you were just in the cover of this magazine like two months ago you know you should be on top of the world we mm-hmm. wish we, we were you but you know the people don't understand like um the hard work the sacrifice and the pain it actually gets you, you have to go through to get to that point um but it's you know when I look at it overall, I would definitely say like the joys that come with entrepreneurship far outweigh, um, you know, some of the stresses that um, I, I do, you know, have to encounter every now mm. and then. Okay. I'm so glad to hear that. Um, then leads me to my next question in, in just asking that if you were to look at your 15 year old self in the mirror today, um, in all of those uncertainties probably that she had, the promises that she made to her late uncle who was such a big role model to her and a big influence to her. What would you really say? And probably, you know, also just having doubts whether you were getting into the right field or not, whether you had your head on, um, you know, screwed on straight or not, or whether you were going to be successful, yeah. were you going to be here today or not? Um, what, did you, what do you think you would say to your 15-year-old self if you were to look at her in the mirror today? Goodness, I'm just picturing myself in my green uniform at UDC. <laughs> um, I would just like, you know, say, baby girl, you know what? Just trust yourself. Trust the process. Um, you're already doing really well. You're doing the best that you're doing today. Um, don't let any negative voice, whether it's coming from yourself or from external parties, get you down. Um, trust that God has a plan as well, because I think a lot of the times we try and push and force and, you know, overexert ourselves but God really does have a plan and it's all coming together and there's certain things that you can control um, and certain things that you just can't control and you just have to go with his flow Um, I would also say follow your dreams and start sooner it doesn't have to be perfect Hmm. just start start something so if you have if I had a dream to you know start a business whether I'm selling lollipops at school that's enough that's me at least activating the dream Hmm. I don't need to think about being the next I don't know um you know billionaire at 15 you know it starts mm. with that small baby um until you eventually get to that final grand vision um so I definitely encourage myself um and I'd also encourage myself to be a bit more well-rounded guys I have to admit I was such a nerd in high school <laughs> I was always studying oh my goodness I was the biggest nerd, even mm. following into university as well so I would like have a bit more fun play more sports yeah um, Yes, be a balanced individual. 
Okay. Yeah, but no regrets, yeah. like we said. Um, and I think for no me, regrets. what no I regrets. want is to, yes. what I want all our <laughs> listeners to take away from this is to one, trust the process, two, and activate the trust dream. The Great. Yeah. So I pick yes, that up a lot. The dream. Mm. Mm. Yes, okay. Yes, activate the dream, and don't take life so seriously. That's I think that's where the balance thing comes into play. Mm. That you know, um, yeah, just live a bit, have balance. You know, there's so much to be enjoyed in this life yes. and you need to take yes. advantage of it. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much, Danielle. Um, so now I'm going to get to one of my favorite parts also of the interview, um, where I'm going to ask you some fire questions. So are you ready for our fire questions? Okay, fire away. All Let's right. See what have. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm only going to ask five questions tops. First question, my secret weapon is? My faith. I cannot live without? Oh, my faith. <laughs> yeah, I will never. plays a huge role in my life. I see that. Third question. Yes. I will never. Oh, my goodness. Give up on myself. Great. Last, second last question. I always have. Uh, lipstick and lip gloss <laughs> in my bag. Okay. And then the final and last question. I hope. I hope um, I get to change the world um, and make it a better place. And I think you really have. Danielle, this was amazing for me. I enjoyed it so much. This brings us to the end of our interview and our conversation today. And I really hope that you are going to inspire at least one young person that really wants to also be so innovative, um, get into entrepreneurship and just explore and activate the dream that they have. Thank you so much um, for your time. Oh, thank you so much, Kate. I actually quite enjoyed this. I, I wish we could go on and on and just share a bit more. Mm. Um, but this has been fantastic. And, and thank you for giving me this opportunity to share my passion and my journey. And I, I really hope that it touches at least even one person. That's it for now. Listen to all our episodes to make sure that you get into the fast lane of career success.